<clears throat> it's uh, 9.42 p.m. 8-8-2021. I don't know why. I gotta stop uh, saying that. That doesn't uh, really add anything, I think, to this podcast. Um, gosh. Uh, right now, I just came back from buying, uh, like, I think I bought seven rat traps. Um, for, uh, I think it might be a mice, a mouse now considered. But it must have been... Two must have been Thursday, I think. Um, I bought a, a rat trap, put it kind of like on the side as it recommended on the packaging. And like 10 minutes later, I caught it. And I wasn't even, well, I guess I was I was in bed. And it was like, uh, well, the body was around five inches and then the tail was like six inches long. And it was pretty big. And I saw it there struggling. It was trying to like, like take itself off of the glue. And I bought the standard black one. I mean, if you just look at the uh, Tomcat, this regular hold. Um, I bought the green one now, so it's the super hold or whatever. Um, uh, I mean, black one works. Uh, but I was looking at it and it was looking at me. At first it saw me, it was, you know, trying to rip itself off. Um, I was a little scared, but, uh, and it looked like it was about to do it. It looked like it was about to rip itself, rip itself off from the black glue. And I thought maybe I should head to Walgreens and I can buy something to kill it with, you know, um, maybe, maybe not. Uh, what could I have done? And I kept thinking like, maybe I should just punch it or something and now <laughs> that'd be so random to punch a rat um but i googled it really quick what can i do and it says um you can either wait for the rat to just you know get exhausted but it's gonna squeal all night apparently it takes a few, a few hours to 24 hours which is pretty long that's a pretty big gap there um big range um or you can call the the government to come pick it up or whatever or you can kill it and so i thought well i don't want to do the first two which i have only remember the government one the first one was to let it die of exhaustion because i remember hearing just uh, growing up that the rats will like bite their arms off to survive um, but this rat had both arms and one leg stuck on the thing so um, it, it was it was really gonna have to kind of just be like a one-legged rat, which there'd be blood everywhere, and so I thought, well, I, I have to kill it. So <sighs> I put a box over it just because I didn't want to look at it. Um, and then I, I I first well first before putting well I put the box over it, I got a pan from my, this is an old pan that I haven't used. Uh, I used it a couple of times. I used it to uh, saute vegetables and then the whole thing kind of, I burnt the, the pan anyways. Um, if I scrubbed it really hard, I'm sure it would come off, but I was too late, so it was about time to buy a new pan. So I take off the box. I thought maybe I could chunk it, but no. Um, and then what I thought, it'd be easier if I could have two traps on, can like sandwich the rat. 
Um, so I got the one from the kitchen, and I put it on. I, I like dropped it on top, but it just bounced off of the rat. And then it was just a uh, deal with a on its tail or something. Um, and so then I just looked at. I grabbed my the pan, and then the rat knew what was going to happen. And uh, you know, I was I was I was gonna strike it down all the way, right before I hit it. I let it go, so it just kind of like, I threw it on it really hard, and it died. Um, where I could see it still breathing maybe, maybe it was just the brain. And then I got the pan and I really smashed it. And uh, no blood or anything, it was just kind of weird. Um, so yeah, I killed the rat. <laughs> um, man. So what I, how I, how we got here is I bought like seven rat traps. There's two packs. I mean, there's two in each pack. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay them across my, the, the width of my apartment. It's not, it's, I have a studio apartment, so it's not very big. Uh, a studio apartment sounds fancy. I remember being a kid like, oh, we got a studio apartment. But it's the shittiest, worst, worst lowest thing you can get. Maybe versus... An efficiency apartment, maybe. Uh, or living in someone's garage, maybe. Garage apartment. I haven't tried those, so maybe I'm wrong. But, um, um, the plan is to just lay across these 14 traps across the width of my apartment. Uh, how long are these? These are, uh, ooh, baby, come on. Not an instant kill trap. That's right. Super advanced. Well, what are they like? Uh, a foot long? Yeah, about a foot long, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Are they really a foot long? Wow. Well, the idea is to just put it across the width of my apartment, and then uh, as if the rat ever tries to cross from the kitchen to my bed. Uh, it would get stuck. There's no way. Unless it crawls around onto the wall and then onto uh, my bed or onto my area, you know, my half. Um, and then right now, before I publish, or after I publish this, I'm going to clean my apartment, kind of uh, put things in bins. I went to Target to bought some bins to put my shit in, so... Um, yeah. yeah, 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 so, I don't know, maybe this will help, I think so, the rats aren't coming from this side, I don't think they are, maybe they, oh, shoot, maybe they are, maybe I could have blocked off some more, I still have time to go buy more, um, yeah, I don't know. I saw the rat from the other side, I think, uh, but, uh, yeah, whatever. Well, you know, this is going to be, I think I, I, uh, tempted this, I hinted at this, I teased this episode. Uh, I said I was going to do something big for
for this episode, which um, I went to go see someone big. I went to go see Louis C.K. at the Houston Improv Friday night, 9.45 p.m. And uh, it was so weird. I don't know. I've, I don't think I've ever said this, but I think it was 2019. And uh, he had just gotten... Uh, he went to go do the improv. He was just kind of doing his first club dates again. And he couldn't do very many clubs except for Houston Improv. So uh, it must have been like 1 a.m. and I was up studying. And he announced it. He, he emailed everyone and I got tickets. And then he had an emergency, I think. And then uh, the second time, 2020, he rescheduled for Houston. For Houston. And then... Uh, Uh, I think he... Well, the pandemic happened. And then now, third time around, uh, I got to go see him. Very cool. Uh, I left around here 5, Austin. It started to rain a little bit, so I was a little worrying. And then I got to fix my car some. I think the the brake steering pump might have to get changed out. I think it's what it is. Um, and then maybe my brakes and rotors were... Let's go. Um, yeah, but uh, shit was cool, man. So I got there to Houston, and I got I booked a hotel, but for the wrong day. Um, so I had to book a different hotel. It was kind of embarrassing. And then uh, I was in the room just for for a little bit, and then it was it was about nine o'clock, and I thought maybe I should head over. And I was the hotel was right across from the Houston Improv, so it wasn't, uh, it was like a 10 minute walk or whatever. Uh, nice, there was, there was a Maserati dealership right, right there, right next to the Houston Improv and the Dave and Busters. Pretty crazy to, uh, to consider. Um, I show up and there are two lines and I don't know what the, why there are two lines for, um, but I go up and I look and one, one of the signs says preferred seating. And I think, well, of course I would prefer to sit where I want. I like, I like this idea. I don't know what the other ones are is about. I don't know what those schmucks are doing, but I would prefer to sit where I want. So I thought I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna stand here. Um, and I didn't want to look at the other line. So I thought, oh, I'm just gonna stand here. Um, I'm standing there, the guy gets the tickets. A couple comes by and I'm, uh, we start, they ask me what is this line for? I'm like, I have no idea. I just started to stand here. Um, and so then the guy checks my ticket and uh, apparently this is like the front row seating where you have to pay a bit more to go see those, to, to, to sit there. And he was cool. He he didn't kick, he didn't make me wait in the in the other in the other line. He said I could wait with them, so that was cool. Uh, so I got to sit at the very front of the Houston Improv. I was maybe like ten feet away from Louis C.K. Um, that couple was nice. I don't know if they reserve how often they they go uh, to go see comedy or how often. How long they've been together, but they were very nice. We talked about Lucy K and uh, huge fans, and it's cool. 
uh, we chit-chatted for a bit. I asked if I could sit with him just because I didn't know anybody. It was weird to have preferred seating and then to... I thought that was kind of weird. So anyone, I don't recommend asking if you're going to sit with him. Maybe ask me, do you mind if I sit with y'all? Maybe that's better. That was... Yeah, whatever. Um, but, uh... Ooh, let me get this rope around here. And then there was uh, Mike Erie, Mike Early. Fuck, Mike, then Mike, Be- Mike Vecchione, and, and then Louis C.K. And, uh, you know, I saw a guy in the back who was kind of bald and wearing a mask, and I guess it was... I think it was him. Probably wearing the mask to be more more uh, secretive. Um, but yeah, Mike did well. Uh, Vecchione did well. Uh, Louis C.K. went up, and uh, I don't know how long he did, but he did kind of wait for a D.O. standing ovation. I'm sure he saw it coming from all of his other performances, even before the scandal, and then. Um, for uh, even now, I think he sells out the Houston Improvs three times or something. You know, he sells out six shows in 2019 and 2020 and now in 2021. So, uh, yeah, I think maybe he thought they're, they're going to be happy to see me. And we were. It was pretty cool. It's pretty crazy to see a guy who see him in the headlines and you see all the things he does he's done and, and is doing and the Mark Marin podcast which is pretty pretty huge um can't drink water you know his podcast or his his interviews with Terry Gross on the NPR Rash or something um his Conan stories uh his stand-up uh, panel, you know, and then you get to see him live after now it's like taboo or something, you know, it's fucking crazy. So anyways, uh, I don't want to go into the material. I mean, I only have a couple of people to listen here, but uh, it was a cool performance. You know, I think one of the things he said he, 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 he does is he used to start off with something to just kind of kill the audience so that they're not laughing. Because he can get easy laughs, according to him. And uh, so, but he didn't do that this time. He kind of just went straight in, into jokes. Uh, the sex joke, I think. It was good. Um, uh, yeah, not sure what else to say there. I mean, I don't want to ruin anything. He'll be on tour now, or I think he's in the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden, uh, August 13 and 14. Not sure how big that theater is, to be honest. Uh, Hulu Theater. Hulu Theater. Uh, um, oh, it's uh, not bad. Is Hulu Theater the only theater? Is there another theater? Well, that's a pretty big theater, man. Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. 
I think Madison Square Garden is a totally different. Hulu Theater is much smaller. To see him, favorite comedian, you know. Um, I know there's a guy who does like the top ten things of top ten tips from, you know, Michael Jordan or whatever. Um, maybe I can bring that up. I'm gonna hop it. Evan Carmichael, there we go. Oh yeah, there we go. Uh, wow. Anyways, he's, he's one of the, I think people you wanna take advice from, not because of, um, Kind of like these people like Benjamin Franklin and Lynn, Louis C.K. and people like that who are self-made and just get really pummeled in life. Uh, I think uh, it's pretty good, good experience. He has this quote, he has this, uh, he does a speech for The Moth. The Moth is a storytelling podcast. It's a pretty good one. They're usually not upbeat. They're more serious, uh, but they're good stories. And um, he, he, he goes off to tell a story about uh, doing, uh, about, uh, he asks his three daughters what story he recommends telling for this. And he tells them this story about, you know, going to Russia. Um, anyway, that's, I recommend looking up that video, but, uh, you know, he says, stories are the, are the thing that is really only yours. That's a pretty good, um, pretty good way to put it. Um, welcome, op welcome obstacles. That's good. Um, uh, Conan O'Brien has an interview he did with Harvard, which was, I mean, it's a bunch of great advice there too, that. You know, the those two interviews Louis C.K. did with Mark Maron are pretty uh, informative about life. And so, so it's the same way about Conan and, and, and Harvard. Um, the conversation, I mean, speeches maybe, but um, conversations are pretty good. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Um, it's weird to see him in person. He was, uh, yeah, something to see live, yeah, so many times. And it's here, but I'm sure. Ah, yeah, all right. But uh, it was cool. I recommend it. It's a good, it's a good one. Um, Vacation. Yeah. Uh, what else could I say? Uh, I drove back. 
that uh, well Saturday morning and then get back here. I do want to say I stopped right before I was, I was thirty minutes outside of Houston, and there was this gas station that was pretty huge. Uh, I wonder how tall it was. It might have seemed really high. But it seemed like the place for really great wings. And uh, I just remember looking at those, at looking, at them, looking at them cook burgers and wings and shit and thinking, fuck, how old are they? I hope they're not that old. You know, you can take that shit for not, but not for too long. You know, uh, yeah. Didn't take that ship in it for too long. Anyways, weird. Right, drove back Saturday. What did I do Saturday? Uh, went to the gym. Went to the gym. Did that. Did the whole thing. Yada yada. Sunday. Uh, what movies did I watch? I watched something. Must be something. What did I watch? Let me look through my emails really quick. Conversation. What's this really crappy song in my head? Um, I didn't see a movie. I did see a movie. What did I see? It was, uh, what, Monday? Did I go to 8th Cinema? What did I do Monday? Second. Uh, Andre Tarkovsky, Boogie Nights. Oh boy. Here we go. Uh, let's go. More Unwanted. Trash. Can't be that good if I, if I forgot it. It, it can be pretty good if I forgot it, so. Just means I forgot. Uh, I don't know. What did I... Oh, August 1st. What did I see? Oh, boy. This is what I saw. How did I forget? I was... I've been uh, listening to a couple of his songs uh, by, Guy, by Guy Clark. Uh, there's a documentary made around him. It's really not. It's really not about him, to be honest. It's about getting killed or caught. Um, and it, it, you know, it starts with Guy Clark and the group of friends that he that he starts off with, and how he he kind of gets some traction, but then loses it and gets some and loses it, uh, makes a living off of it. Um, and at the end, well. It's, uh, you know, I was sitting in the theater and I didn't expect to, uh, I was 20 minutes in and I was a little tired of it because it was getting, there were moments where I thought, I know this is where this is going. This is going to be like a, a self-congratulatory kind of movie or documentary about life and getting older, you know, ah, whatever. Um, but then I stuck around for a little bit longer and then things started to kind of, you know, fall apart, and it was a... I wouldn't say what the, what the documentary is about, I'm not entirely sure, but 
maybe it's about what you know not getting killed or got but you really see these people and the choices they make and their consequences you know um, uh, just you know just following this kind of life and, and that kind of life and uh, maybe not being honest with yourself and, and that it has certain consequences and uh, there's a point where I thought uh, uh, you know there were some people that, that that theater was not filled out by any means it was filled out uh, maybe there was there wasn't even one person in every row I mean I remember I had my own row the road behind me had like four people and this row seats like 20 people and then the row you know the, the, the column to the left had a, a group, that was it. Column to the right had a couple, of, uh, a couple of people, but not too, uh, not too many. And um, we got a drink of water here. That's good. Um, Guy Clark. Without getting killed or caught, I think it's Guy Clark, L.A. Freeway. Yep, and the Guy Clark. Uh, this. Desperados waiting for a train. You know, in a way, I don't. I think I really have to watch rewatch Apocalypse Now, the movie that Louis, that Louis C.K. says uh, you know, gives him pieces of advice that he 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 keeps with him. Uh, I think one of the things Francis Ford Coppola says is, is the worst thing in creating a great. And trying to create a, a great film or a great thing, great art, is to try to be pretentious. And uh, this documentary, I thought, was going to be that. But at the end, I feel like it's just being honest. And, uh, yeah, it's good. I don't know if it'll... You, I mean, I don't, really, I don't really care about country, you know, as a, as a genre. Um... But just how honest this documentary is, and it doesn't kind of reach for anything, at least I don't think it does, um, is good. Uh, it's a good watch. It's a good watch for sure. Um, that was a good movie. Tell you what. What happened Tuesday? Oh, Tuesday, all right. Wednesday... Thursday. Oh boy. Shit going on. Got shit going on. Um, you got shit going on. Well, let me look at the head. <clears throat> All right, well, what else is on my mind? 
Um, well, you know, I went for a walk today and it was a, there was some sun out and I make sure to get some sun for my arms. It makes me really tired to just get some sun. I'm not sure what it is. But uh, it'd be nice to even out, you know. But uh, it'd be weird to take off my shirt to even out, kind of get the, the brown all over, whatever. It'd be nice. Well, what else is going on? Got a minute more. A minute more. Conversation. There's gotta be something else though, right? I went there, did that. What does the future hold? Uh, some more water, right? You know, let me look at my phone really quick. Um, but I'm gonna try to find something funny in here. Ooh. <laughs> You know, this is what I, I thought of. I was watching Without Getting Killed or Caught. And one of the country guys says, uh, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. And it was it was that country way of, of saying it that didn't that I didn't mind that I wouldn't be I wouldn't mind being called buddy. If it's with a southern accent, you know, some of the city folk here say, hey, buddy. And it sounds condescending, but to say buddy in a country way, hey buddy, best not go that, best not go down that road. It's, it's, it's nice. It's not bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. I got a thing about hobos. Um, this is really going to, this is really crazy, maybe. The end of this part, I mean, maybe I should have started off this way instead of ending it this way. Because why would you keep listening to it all the way to the end? Why would you get to the end and think, now now there's going to be something funny at the end? No, not at, not at the beginning. Um, or maybe at the beginning about the rats. But, um, no, nah, I won't do that shit. All right. <clears throat> all right, I'll see you.